This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome into hour two of Rural Exchange on Today FM, right across the country, 7.02 a.m. here in Auckland, your Saturday morning edition of Rex on podcast as well. Any purveyor of fine podcasts, if you t- type in the word rural, you'll come to us first. And so you can listen back anytime to the Farming and Rural Show that brings together all corners of the country and bridges that urban-rural divide. All thanks to Carter's Tyres, the agricultural tyre specialist. Visit carterstyres.co.nz or call 0800 4 Carters. I'm Hamish Mackay in the Auckland studio in the Dunedin studio, the one and only uh, Dom George. Uh, great to have your company, team. And, of course, uh, coming up this hour, we are going to hear from the one and only view from the top paddock. We'll be talking to Katie Milne from, uh, of course, uh, Brunner over there on the West Coast. And we also chat to Rob Hewitt, Silver Fern Farms Chair. And farmers, uh, the topic there will be farmers needing to adapt to consumer-led change or risk going out of business. But first up this hour, and it's something that I watch closely, don't I, Dom? I'm pretty obsessed with it, especially uh, when your man's thinking about having a holiday in Hawaii. This is driving me nuts. The New Zealand dollar has taken a, has taken a real hit recently, uh, falling sharply against the US. We were around about 70 cents not that long ago. I mean, a matter of weeks ago, uh, closer to 60 cents now. And, of course, this is as nerves continue to fray around global growth, especially as it pertains to China. To make sense of all of it, we're joined by ASB Chief Economist Nick Tuffley. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. So we, 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 we're sort of knocking down on that 60 cent mark, which is probably going to put some more dollars sort of into the, in, into the bank, but there's going to be more going out, isn't there, with, uh, with the old farmflation. Um, and it doesn't, you know, does it show any sign of sort of stopping it around that mark? Well, fingers crossed we will see a little bit of stabilisation. Look, it has been a, a coming together of a number of things. It's that concern over global growth. It's that real focus on what's happening in China and the potential impacts on their growth and so on our exports. And also the US dollar has been strengthening because the US Federal Reserve has just suddenly woken up and said, hang on, what's all this about inflation? And started to push interest rates up quite dramatically as, as well. So it's all come to a head in a pretty short space of time. Um, I think from our point of view, if we, it's a lot of things are going to be depending on that outlook for China going forward because so much of what um, our dollar is sort of really being linked to often is those commodity returns, and China is one of the key influences on that. Okay, take us through exactly how that works, how they how they influence that. China's our biggest buyer, or often our second biggest buyer. It's usually one of the two of those key commodity exports that we have. So obviously dairy is the really yep. the really big one, meat, forestry, uh, fruit. So it has a big Im- impact on the prices that we receive for our goods. And so that's just really you know, the health of uh, yep. our export economy is very heavily influenced by it. Yep. So what we're seeing in China is, is just that, that they've had that more moderate growth anyway. And now when you've got a significant proportion of China just locked down, you've got a couple of things happening. Just whether or not people will continue to buy the products that we export uh, in the same way they have. But again, we're seeing some of those signs of what we saw in 2020 where that that economic disruption, you go shutting down large ports or restricting their operations, um, you you interrupt all the the distribution chains within China and all of a sudden you're getting that sort of trade carnage happening again. So 
uh, on those two grounds, uh, you know, we're facing that sort of threat that we see some weakness in our products. And you're starting to see that little bit dairy coming through in, in, in a US dollar sense. Mm, yeah. Ukraine uh, is interesting, isn't it? Because it seems to have sort of popped out of the main headlines at the moment. It's still happening. What, is there any effect that uh, that situation is is having as well, Nick? Well, that's contributing a little bit to the, the nervousness about what's happening with the, the global economy. It looks like things are going to be pretty protracted. The Ukrainians, understandably, are just absolutely digging in and, 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 and fighting back hard. And Russia seems very stubborn and determined to just keep on uh, having a crack at things. And you're getting more and more pushback from the West onto Russia. So one of the things also that's coming up, it's it's... The role of oil prices, uh, if the EU is banning Russian oil imports, that's going to put pressure on on oil from other sources. That's pushing up the price of price of oil, and we're seeing that here at the pump. And, of mm. course, um, that's likely to slow global growth as well. And there's always that sort of escalation factor in there as, as well as Russia sabre rattles. Um, you know, the nuclear sabres and, and takes a hard line on, you look at, say, Finland, for example, which is eyeing up NATO membership and the sabre-rattling and threats over over that. Yeah, so this is the thing where it, uh, you know, hits uh, close to home, isn't it, where all these uh, international mm. factors come home to roost, and we see it at the petrol pump, as you've alluded to. Yeah. Poor old Hamish and his imminent trip to Hawaii, you know, he's yeah. going to battle there, um, all these sorts of things, and that's where it, uh, you know, the uh, uh, New Zealand citizens are feeling the pinch of, uh, of global factors. Yes, look, we we are. It's part, it's been um, a, a part of the issues around COVID for one thing, and all the disruption that we faced, and obviously, you know, what's happening with Ukraine having flow-on impacts as well. Um, just with the currency, I know it's not going to make Hamish's um, sort of holiday any easier. But the thing about what the currency is doing at the moment by falling is, is that it is helping give a bit of a buffer uh, against any weakness in, in global prices yeah, of those absolutely. commodities that we yeah. sell. So uh, what the thing I would point out is, look, we're, even though we've seen Fonterra just nudge back its um, expected milk price for, for this season, it's still going to be um, over 9. We're still sort of ballpark around 9.50. And even next season, look, we're still seeing somewhere sort of around that 9, slightly, slightly above, give or take, early days. But the currency falling is also meaning that um, Frontier will be able to get much more favourable rates for rates um, for converting, uh, and as other producers will. So, so there's a little bit of a shock absorber yeah. that the currency is doing, even if it's making Hamish's life difficult. Yeah, look, <laughs> a, 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 and we don't a, mind. A, a, absolutely, you know, and, and that is a good thing. I, I wondered though, Nick, whether we would see. Uh, it will have look, you know. I've just uh, I went and did one of these things. I filled up the tank. Uh, well, I didn't fill up the tank. I I I just put the card in. And uh, went to put the put, fill the Sabara. I thought I'll just do one of those ninety nine dollar jobs. Boom, boom, put it in. Get to the car driver. <laughs> I got half a tank, ninety nine dollars, half a tank. Mm. So these price rises. My point is that yes, the dollar is dropping. That's the buffer for farm gate returns. But it's also alarming on on those things that we import. Those costs, the farmflation. So, and I just feel like. They might take, they might sort of steal a bit of a march over the, those new cost factors over the, what we're actually getting as as returns. It's going to be eating into some of them. So you've got your your on farm fuel costs, yep. fertilizer, thing, you know, things like that are being affected, and we you know, and that's on top of labour challenges and all the other things that we've got going on in the in the background. So yes, some of it's going to be uh, eaten up by that. 
Well, having said that, when we're looking at the weekly commodity price index that we put out, in New Zealand dollar terms recently, it's been still hovering not too far away from record levels. So just mm. to give you a sense of you know the money that's still coming into the, the, the tin for um, our, our producers off the land at this stage, you know, the, the, the revenue side of it's looking pretty healthy in a, in a collective New Zealand sense. Mm. And just finally, budget expectations, Nick? Uh, well, we, we've still got a bit of the dance of the seven veils to go to, to go through, so uh, we'll get a few surprise announcements, uh, no doubt, on the day coming through. You know, there's likely to be that ongoing focus on on how the government can alleviate some of the challenges that uh, particularly households are facing at the moment. Perhaps not the tax cuts um, that some people are, are demanding, uh, but we're, we're certainly seeing the government still um, upping its. Um, spending a bit in, uh, in order to help us through these times. Uh, but admittedly, part of the increased spending is just simply going to be absorbed by higher wages because uh, even the public sector uh, will be wanting a pay increase in these sorts of times. Mm. There you go. The picture has been painted for you by Nick Tuffley there, ASB a Chief Economist, and we thank Nick for taking his time to join us here there. So you know what that means, don't you, Dom, about the holiday, if we're going to have a bit of a crack about that. You know, because you know, if I go there and uh, spend, say, your budget was, I'm not saying this is the budget, but say $1,000, we only get $600 worth of stuff. Yeah. You know, three weeks ago I was getting $700. You know, that almost paid for dinner or lunch. Exactly. Or my this lunch. is the thing. So Hawaii, is it, eh? eh? Well, no, I didn't say that. I just sort of, I was what sort of say? just... I thought you said, did you not say Hawaii at one Well, I did say Hawaii, but I was just sort yeah. of, in, in my dream world, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because you know it'd be just my luck. I'd go up there and catch the bloody loogie and never be able to come home. Oh, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? It'd be terrible. What yeah. would we do? Yeah, exactly, exactly. What would we do? I'm yeah. thinking now, actually, yeah. in my head. So if yeah. Hamish goes down, who have yeah. I got? <laughs> <to fill in? laughs> hey, hey, there's one or two that are just sort of lining up, champing at the back. You know, oh, you know, there's a lovely time of your life where you're so comfortable in your own skin where you don't give a hoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, coming up next, we're going to talk to Rob Hewitt. Silver Fern Farms Chair uh, in regard to farmers needing to adapt to consumer-led change or risk going out of business. Then we're going to talk to the one and only Katie Milne, former Federated Farmers President, of course, uh, over there on the the west coast at uh, Brunner, lovely part of the country, Brunner. Um, that's, of course, Brunner in that part of the world, as that's where the next mayor of Auckland, uh, he's from down that part of the world too. Uh, we'll get our weather expert on, Ag Weather with AFCO, Mr Richard Green as well. And, of course, we'll recap the this first hour because there's been some great stuff in here. I mean, last hour, you know, talking to Nicky Inwood, referee, you know, farmer, uh, rugby player. She's great. Oh, She's great. Brilliant. And the situation with what's happening with the the those two big farms inland at uh, Tokomaru and Tolaga Bay, uh, my, you know, just disgraceful. You know, you, you really, this is a story that's, you know, it, it's amazing how stories sometimes just slip beneath the, the radar. We caught up with Toby Williams, Federated Farmers, Gisborne Wider, our president. Listen back on the podcast if you to, to catch up with that because that's worth hearing. Uh, he's a very sharp, straight shooter. And uh, as he said, this land, something like 6,000 hectares will never be the mm. same again. Not in our lifetime, not in our children, not in the next generation's time. Um, it's, it's, for want of a better word, absolutely poked. 
Yeah, he's a passionate man about it as well, and uh, you need people like that fighting uh, fighting in the corner, don't you, really? Yeah, fight, fighting uh, the good fight. You got much planned for the weekend, young fella? You you know, like... Um, um, what do we got? What do we got? You're not, sort of, um, you're not sort of heading over to Wanaka, spend some Wanaka dollars? You know, no, you know. no, no, no. We'll spend an Eden dollars, no yeah. doubt, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm ferrying children around. Um, yeah. It's sort of uh, I'm your classic. Uh, my my life's turned. I'm effectively two things. I'm a a taxi driver or an Uber driver and uh, an ATM machine, and those are pretty much my functions in life, uh, Hamish. Mm, so mm. I no doubt both of them will be well employed over the next couple of days. Well, the important thing is that you know your place. And exactly. Once you know your place, you can begin to sort of uh, start the transition, you know, to accepting it. So, yeah. It's just... I feel like, you know, at the start of uh, Married With Children where Al Bundy's uh, <laughs> sitting there just handing out money uh, and even the dog gets some, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's honestly, that's uh, and the look on his face. Is, <laughs> the look on mine as well, to be honest. Yeah. No, I, like, I, really sort of, I do see you as a bit of Al Bundy, actually. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I see you as more the modern family version of Al Bundy, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could say, yeah, no, I'm not even going to go no, there on a family probably show. Probably you know. not. No, probably not. Uh, yeah, but uh, okay. Well, uh, we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back uh, shortly, we are going to talk to. Uh, we're going to be talking to. Oh, we're going to go to Silverfern Farms, aren't we? That's what we're going to be doing That's next. What we're doing? We're going to be talking to to Rob Hewitt, to the chair. Just want to mention three nine two zero. Now we mentioned it earlier. Uh, we spoke about it with Gary Buff Nesdale, Old Timers Day at the Arua uh, Fielding Old Boys Arua Stags up there at Kimbolton. If it's your if you've got an old-timers rugby club day coming up or you want to give your rugby club a mention and maybe you have got some young guys on the land who are uh, making the numbers up and getting involved in the local club rugby, 3920, text it through to us and we'll pick up on it during the week and get in touch with you. Heard one during the week, Dom, just very quickly, whereby these young guys love to play rugby, happy if it was like a Wednesday night competition. Play on a Wednesday night under lights, but don't want to give up their weekend. Want to ski, want to hunt, shoot fish, but don't want to play rugby. Want to go yeah. away with the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, want, want, want to tie one on Friday night and not have to recover on Saturday. Um, yeah. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? The sort of changing mentality. I, I, I think there might be merit in it. Certainly, I think there's, there's no, there's level. totally merit. Yeah. There's absolutely merit in it. There's no doubt about it because times are changing yep. and, uh, you know, lives are different now to what they were in the, you know, the 70s, the 80s, whatever it might be, yeah. you know. And uh, if you want people playing, you've got to, like, much like what we're going to be talking about with uh, Rob Hewitt in, the mo- in a moment, is, yep. um, you know, whatever the consumer wants, uh, you should um, really be looking at that because otherwise, uh, you know, it's. It's not going to happen for you. And in this case, uh, for the sport of rugby, and in fact, most sports really, uh, the consumer is your is your players. It's your uh, it's it's the numbers that you have playing your particular sport. And if you're not catering for their needs, then um, well, you can wave bye bye to your sport, can't you? Exactly. Well said. Rob Hewitt, Silver Fern Farms chair, is next.